0: the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. All afternoon we're asking you to guess what the 10 greatest songs of the century are so far according to Rolling Stone Magazine and that one came in at number 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah's Maps. Yes. Again. Okay, Brad.
1: I honestly feel like I'm sitting with my father in the car on a road trip and he let me plug in (laughs) my my iPhone (laughs) Yeah. and he's just sitting there
0: every time looking to his right What is this? And and I feel like I'm driving in my daughter's car and trying to find Chad on her phone (laughs) or on her uh, radio. We're also asking you uh, to guess at what you think uh, the best bad movies of all time are, according to a British study, a website uh, asked their readers, uh, their followers to to predict uh, or to guess or to say. And we've already identified all but four of them. So we still have four movies that none of our listeners have identified. And of course, uh, we started the show by asking you what the most depressing single man meal is you've ever made. Then change that to just what's the most depressing single person meal you've ever made. Uh, Right now, though, we're joined on the line by Len Rhodes, president and CEO of the Edmonton Eskimos. Hey, Len. Hi, Andrew. Always happy to talk to you, my friend. And uh, you know what? I was going to say, especially when there's a special game ahead of us,
2: but every game is special, isn't it? Oh, there's only 10 of them at home, so uh, each one is very special and very important to us.
0: So let's start off by asking you the most important question. Uh, What is uh, the most depressing single-person meal you've ever made?
2: Wow, there's been many of them. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) When I got divorced in 2010... I remember sharing a milk bone with my dog, <laughs> 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 and I said, it's you and me, kid. <laughs> I think we might have a winner, Len. There's <laughs> really but no point that in anyone else I remember contributing. I was <laughs> popping in the frozen pizzas like there was no tomorrow, the McCain's ones, and one day, I decided to look at the back of the box, and I, <laughs> I, I, I saw the sodium level, which said 25%. I said, well, not too bad. Then it said per slice. <laughs> you know and what, I, actually, led you just reminded me. Slices. I put one I of those things called
0: the pizza pops or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember those. Right. I put one of those. This is speaking of depressing, and I was single at the time. So I put a pizza pop in the microwave, and you know, like, I, I don't really know. Is that a minute? Is that 20 minutes? I don't know what you do with that, right? So whatever I said it to, it exploded, but I only had had the one pizza pop so i just took a spoon yeah. and, and scraped it off the wall and ate it i thought you were
1: going to say that you put it in didn't cook it for the proper amount of time and it was almost frozen in the middle and you still said Screw. that i would do i as only well. have one
0: left so that's a pizza oh. lollipop right there beggars can't be choosers uh, exactly right so len uh, military appreciation night tonight what have you got planned
2: Oh, it's a, you know, it's one of the fan favorites every year. Um the military uh, armed forces comes in and uh, we're going to have the flyover tonight. Uh, two uh, CF-18 Hornets are scheduled to fly. Uh, you always have any, uh, you know there's always a chance that these get called off last second depending what's going on in the world but uh, for the most part uh, that's what's going to happen and fans will also have an ability to make a donation and there's going to be some uh, Edmonton Eskimo uh, bandanas that people for a minimum uh, donation of five dollars can get one Uh, there were five thousand produced and Epcor is our sponsor tonight They joined us, uh, got on board with us for this night, and um, they're really proud of doing so. And it's always nice, if a sponsor steps up, that they're truly engaged into the evening. Mm, And uh, whenever we raise money tonight from the sale of the bandanas, uh, they're going to match the proceeds as well. So there's a great commitment right to the top of their president, Stuart Lee who uh, called me a few months ago to uh, confirm that they were coming on board. And interesting, last week the person that won that uh, the latest jackpot for 50-50 over $200,000, uh, two they of the three people worked for EPCOR, so oh, it was really? really nice <laughs> all around.
1: That's great. Len, you talk about the flyover tonight and how it can be cancelled last minute. Can you take us a bit behind the scenes and talk about the discussion and the process to how to make this happen and, and just the production behind it?
2: Yeah, Brad, so, you know, they're so used to this. Uh, one thing when you're dealing with the armed forces is they take care of the details. And unlike some other endeavors we get into, uh, we have to worry about all the details. Not the case. You know, even earlier today, security comes in, does a check of the stadium, sees a, where I'm going to have some of the um, uh, officers in my uh, suite. They check that out. So they really do their homework. They've got everything planned to the exact second and there's fantastic communications with our game day production people because that's really where it lies i don't get in the details but between them and our production team uh, everything is taken care of i had the uh, luxury of uh, two years ago two and a half years ago i went on a team canada military mission overseas to support the troops and we went to kuwait we went to ukraine and we went to Marseille, france and that was an extraordinary experience yeah
0: you had the gray cup with you didn't you
2: we sure did yeah yeah and uh it was uh sean white and ryan king that joined me from our club uh, to go over there and kuwait alone uh, the first stop was kuwait and made me appreciate i've always appreciated the armed forces but i never really understood what they go through and to see Mm -hmm. those that are deployed in kuwait the conditions from the weather, sleeping conditions, a um, host of things, you know, uh, incredible heat in the afternoon and they're in full uniform. Uh, two nights there, sleeping in their, the tents with them uh, just made me get, got, get to the next level in terms of my true appreciation in terms of someone's going out there for nine months away from their families. That's a true, true dedication and commitment that they do on behalf of this whole country. And God, we've got to love them. You are so
0: right, Len, and I've had the honour of being able to entertain our troops uh, in the uh, theatre of battle, and, uh, man, you're right. The perspective you have as a Canadian uh, to go overseas and see them in actual uh, operation, uh, I've never been prouder, honestly, of our armed forces. It's something that will stay with me the rest of my life.
2: Uh, Good for you, and I find... You know, when I was in Eastern Canada, there was some support, but nothing matches what I see yep. uh, here in, in Edmonton, in our own backyard. Uh, the love, the affinity, and our fans tell us. Uh, Like how, you know, could you imagine if we didn't do an Armed Forces Appreciation Night, uh, that would not go over well. And thank God it wouldn't, because that's uh, what our fans want. They tell us every year when we do our surveys and all our game day themes, Armed Forces Appreciation Night's one of their favorites. Yeah, always one of the more popular, if not the most popular game of
0: the uh, regular season here in Edmonton. Uh, Len, speaking of uh, going places, you were just recently on a trip up north. Can you tell us a little bit about that and, and what the outcome of
2: that was? Yeah, I sure can. So we, uh, late last year, earlier this year, we said we're going to have a multi-tiered engagement process where on the topic of our name, where some people have expressed uh, certain uh, concerns or issues around our name, uh, we said we're going to go out and actually have conversations with the people. And uh, this week, as part of that process, one of the steps was to go into the Northwest Territories and we made two stops. Uh, We went to Yellowknife, And then we went to Inuvik. And uh, Yellowknife's population is approximately, I think, 19,000 people. And when you go to Inuvik, uh, we're talking about 3,500 people. And if you go the way the uh, crows fly, we're talking 2,000 kilometers north of Edmonton. If you were to try to do it by car, you're talking 3,000 kilometers. Meeting the people there directly in the Inuit community was one of the most rewarding experiences that I've had. Three days up north this uh, week was more than an education. Um, It was a real life experience. You cannot learn that in school, and they're not even teaching you this in schools. Coming out of there, I said every Canadian, every child that's going to school would learn so much about the culture of our entire country by uh, going and make, spending a week or two in the north. So we met community leaders, we met uh, political leaders, uh, cultural leaders, and uh, had one-on-one conversations, talking about uh, you know what's going on in their community, introducing ourselves. Um, yes, there were some opinions around our name shared, and I can tell you the spectrum is pretty wide, but we were welcomed with open arms, and the message that was given to us very clearly was um, regardless of their personal opinion they told us that our visits were welcome respectful and an important thing to do and uh, just like anything in life you take the step to go actually talk to people uh, and not hear it through a third party it's a world of difference and uh, there's more that we have in common than what we don't share and uh, as a culture they really put a lot of emphasis on people collaboration And determination so um, there's a lot of values that they have that just uh, impressed me not only as the president and CEO of the Edmonton Eskimos but as a Canadian and as a human being.
1: Len while you're up there you you mentioned speaking with with city staff and and uh, people within those those cities was there any discussion with those folks about trying to grow the game up north at all?
2: You know they um They love the fact, some of them just keep expressing, they love the fact that there's a team to the south of them. Um, And uh, they like. They told me that it had been too long since we had gone into their communities. And um, I'm told by one person that he remembers someone from the Edmonton Eskimos going into school 20 years ago. Uh, So there's opportunities for us to have a better presence uh, in the north. And conversely, bringing some uh, people from the north to see some of our games. Mm. You're talking about a small community. When you're in Inuvik, you're, uh, you know, 3,500 people. Some of the issues they're facing are are go beyond sports and recreation. They have some real challenges and they wanna make sure that Canadians are aware of that. And you're talking about the suicide rate for young teens is is an issue for them. Uh, Mental health issues is something. Infrastructure, uh, access to uh, products and services. They pay a high price for their goods. I just checked at a gas station to see what the price of gas fuel was, and it's $1.69 a litre. Yeah. So, you know, they have so many challenges and issues that they're dealing with that when you're talking about the Edmonton Eskimo Football Club, it's not the highest thing in on, on terms of uh, what they're dealing with, uh, but they were happy to talk about it. Um, they were so nice. Um, felt like every individual I met felt like I had known them. Years hmm. because they have that ability to make you feel that way.
0: Nice. Uh, speaking of challenges and issues, and uh, bringing us back to military appreciation night tonight, uh, there were some challenges and issues for the Edmonton Eskimos last year. Uh, it seems like, do you ever feel like the Eskimos, I shouldn't even say this out loud, do you ever feel like they're cursed a little bit when it comes to injury?
2: Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not superstitious. I don't believe in curses. I think things even out over time. Andrew, and given all the injuries we had last year and out of the gate this year, uh, hopefully it's gonna slow down. Uh, last week, thank goodness, we didn't have, uh, you know, many serious injuries, so we've had bad luck, but, uh, over time it'll even out and I'm not sure why and it's not you know it's not like you can say oh it's one the same type of injury it's mm-hmm. a hamstring or it's this and that it's just a whole series of things occurring um we uh, support our players in terms of the training the workouts uh, we brought in an expert to help them out this year looking at what they're eating the diets just some yeah bad luck but you know, that's the past, and what we worry about is what happens tonight in the future, and just because we've been unlucky with some injuries doesn't mean to say it's a trend that's going to continue. No,
0: and you know what, Len, despite uh, the outcome last week and in the CFL, in any professional sport, you win some, you lose some, and uh, even at the uh, you know playoff level in hockey, I know I, I always uh, tell the sports guys here, there'll be one game in a series that's just an outlier. And and, you know we're hoping last week was an outlier. The Hamilton picked us apart a little bit, but I'll say it again: I love this Eskimo squad this year. I have a lot of confidence in them. I think the offense looks great. I think uh, with the adjustments that I know have been made for tonight's game in the defensive secondary, I think we're going to see a much better performance out of them. And it's the kind of adjustments that you can't make
2: mid-game. So no, no, right, and, and you know you spend time in training camp with a roster, and then you lose them in the first game or in training right. camp. Uh, but it's a Brock Sunderland approach is the next man up, and it's yep. up, but just because you put them in a spot doesn't mean to say they, they they know their exact role because you're not alone on the field. Um, there's a team out there, and you all have roles, and you depend on what the person to the left and to the right of you are doing. But um, yeah, we don't feel, you know we wish we didn't have the injuries i uh, got to be totally honest with you and we get frustrated and we we get stressed when there's injuries as well but uh, we got to deal with it and it doesn't help for us to have any excuses because that won't change anything and we know when the teams are looking the other teams are looking at our films they're going to see where we're weak but uh, you know we have great coaching staff and they don't panic They stay cool under pressure, and they got to show the leadership with the young players.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, Worth the price of admission, uh, no matter what, to see Mike Riley air it out for 100 yards. And, you know, he'll do it again tonight. Uh, So I'm excited. I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, And, Len, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk with us this afternoon. Best of luck tonight.
2: Oh, it's our pleasure. And, uh, you know, we have some kids coming in from uh, Edson, uh, where the mosque was attacked, uh, mm-hmm. uh, set on fire. So we invited 25 kids out here, and they're going to see their first football game uh, in their lifetime, which is great. And we're also honoring the Humboldt people that uh, died in that accident in the bus with uh, by having decals on our helmets tonight. So trying yes. to do everything to respect all members and facets of our community.
0: You are great community members. You really are at the Edmonton Eskimos. You particularly, Len. Appreciate your time again, uh, and I'll see you tonight. Thank you. Bye, Andrew. Bye, Brad. See you later. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a chain one. I got... Hey, Brad, I see you did some, money, some editing. Books, <laughs> uh, well, well,
1: I, I took a, a shot in the dark and thought, Andrew doesn't necessarily know all these songs. I don't know them. <laughs> so I was just like, hey, can you pull these 10 songs? When I saw that song, and all, they had all the videos on the website. <laughs> and I'm going to play them, and they're not edited. So <laughs> it's a good thing I did my homework and listened yeah. to them first to see if they were the edited version or well,
0: you earned your pay on that one. I'll tell you. I don't Thank know what you, the sir. fine is, but <laughs> uh, so good catch on that. That of course is "99 Problems" by J. C. It came in uh, fifth in the 10 greatest songs of the century so far. <laughs> the look on your face. Oh, oh, oh. It was like my three-year-old asked me to pass the blanket potatoes. What did you just say? <laughs> oh. I wish there was. A, <laughs> I wish I had been ready to take a picture oh, when you heard oh that. My oh my goodness! Is that edited? I just. <laughs> oh my goodness! Faded out. Faded out. Uh, okay, listen. We've been asking for your uh, the best of bad movies of all time, and we've been playing the ten greatest songs of this century. So the last eighteen years, according to Rolling Stone magazine, uh, and we have another winner among the guesses uh, for best bad movie of all time. One of the ones I thought nobody would get. So I'll tell you some of your guesses. Uh, Clockwork Orange uh, was not on the list. Uh, best. Bad movie Megaforce so cheesy says Gord uh, The Towering Inferno The movie Eight-Legged Freaks A Man Called Horse which we googled and yep it exists uh, The movie Speed oh I mentioned uh, Speed and I said that I had a buddy who was in Speed and I could never find it it's because he was in Speed 2 as many of you pointed out to me thank you very much Jeremy Hots is his name uh, The worst best movie Attack of the Killer Tomatoes didn't make the list 2001 A Space Odyssey Great movie. What's wrong with you? That was a great movie. That <laughs> was a great movie. Um, the movie Crash, After Earth, Ghost Rider, all guesses, <laughs> the on. the emoji movie. I know we have to go to a break, but Crash, <laughs> it, it won Best Picture at the <laughs> Academy Awards. Not in this guy's... <laughs> None of this guy's view, <laughs> and this is one that a texture guest. I'm top honors. The movie Repo, the Genetic Opera from 2008. It was a horror musical featuring Paris Hilton.
1: The 6:30
0: Chad Afternoon News with Lynn Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.